As mentioned, uh, we've been uh, looking at the Gospel Explained. We've been looking at the book of Romans, the letter of Apostle Paul to the church in Rome, and how he has been explaining the Gospel in much detail. And it is our hope that as we have been looking at this Gospel, this good news, week by week, um, mas nag expand pa yung understanding natin and appreciation of the Gospel. And hopefully, like Paul, we become more and more uh, under obligation. We feel compelled to share the gospel, whether they're Greeks or Gentiles or wise or foolish. I hope we become uh, more and more eager to preach it, eager to share to others, and unashamed of the gospel. For it is indeed the power of God unto salvation, and in it is revealed the righteousness that is by faith for faith. And for this week, we're going to look more in detail about our hope in God. And I want to start off by saying to us that the gospel is indeed a very powerful and life-changing message. It is indeed good news. It is uh, the good news for all people for all time. Its message is uh, timeless, but at the same time, always timely. And to help us understand that uh, a bit more, okay, how powerful and how life-changing the gospel is, not just for the people then, not just for us today, but even for the people in the future who will hear it. Uh, let me summarize the gospel this way. The gospel is a past event that changes our present status and assures us of a great future. The gospel is a past event. God became man in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he lived the sinless life that we couldn't live, he died the death that we should have died on the cross, taking our place. And of course, he did not stay dead. He rose again from the dead after three days, and he rose again to heaven, and he promised that he will come back again. So it is a past event, and it is a uh, part of history, it is news, and that it is also good for us because it affects our present status. Something happens to a person who believes in the gospel. Something happens to the person at the moment we, we trust in who Jesus is and what he did for us. We are changed and transformed from a sinner into a saint, from someone who is unrighteous into somebody who is righteous. We were enemies of God, but now we become a child of God. So there is effect sa atin presently. And not only that, it also assures us of a great future. Instead of heading to an eternity apart from God, separated from God, experiencing the full wrath of God and, and of course, the judgment and the penalty of our sins. Instead of that, we receive mercy. We receive grace. We are headed to an eternity of heavenly bliss, being reconciled back to God and to be with Him forever. It's such a great future that it actually changes the way we look at our lives, not just in our past, but also our present and our future as well. In the verse that we read a while ago, in verse uh, 1 and 2, parang dito makikita mo yung timelessness and the timeliness of, of God's message for us and how it affects our past, present, and future. We read there a while ago, since we have been justified by faith. Okay, so merong justification na nangyayari. Just as if we did not sin. Regardless of our past sins, regardless of our past disobedience, regardless of our past um, uh, transgressions, we have been justified by faith. Okay, uh, just as if we did not sin. That's, that's what it means. In other words, God dealt with our past. God dealt with our sins. And now we are made right 
uh, we are made in right standing with God. And the, the Bible continues on by saying that we have peace with God. So kung dati broken tayo, now because of Christ, we are made whole. Kung dati separate, separated tayo from God, now we are brought back to Him. We are joined together back to Him and with Him. And of course, this all happened through our Lord Jesus Christ. Pero hindi lang yung peace with God, hindi lang yung wholeness and wellness and, and every aspect of that uh, peace of God. We are also, uh, the Bible says, we have obtained access by faith into this grace by which we stand. So hindi lang yung righteousness that comes by faith, having the right standing with God, pero meron ngayon tayong access to the grace of God. Of course, we all know that the righteousness is by grace through faith. Diba? Pero marami pang aspect yung graces na yun. In fact, we looked at this amazing grace at the start of the year. We looked at justifying grace, sanctifying grace, sufficient grace, enriching grace, inviting grace. Tapos nung mid-year prayer and fasting natin sa devotional natin, we looked at rich grace, we talked about edifying grace, we, we looked at overflowing grace, and enabling grace, pati yung post uh, prayer and fasting pa natin, empowering grace. So sobrang rich talaga nitong graces ni Lord, yung blessings that we could never really earn or deserve and that is now where our faith is standing on so when you think of that it's all through faith now to help us understand what faith is the writer of hebrews explains to us and gives us a definition of faith and how it is connected to the present but also the future in the esv version it says now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the NIV version translated this way. Now, faith is confidence of what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. In the New Living Translation, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So in these uh, verses, kasi minsan yung English translation cannot really capture it completely in one translation. So it's helpful to look at different uh, translations and renderings of the passage. So dito, in the ASV, sabi dito, now faith. Yung faith is for now, but it's the assurance now of things that is hoped for, an expectation of the future that is still to come. So nakikita natin yung connection ng faith, which is now, present, and hope, which is future. Now, faith is confidence of what we hope for and the reality of what we hope for. So when we look at how powerful faith is, it is powerful because currently now, we have something that it is assured and something that we can be confident of that is real now, even though it is still in the future, it is still to come. Another explanation for this is that it's just like a title deed. Like faith is like a title deed. So para sa mga naka-receive ng title deeds, pwedeng hindi mo pa nakita yung property, pwedeng hindi mo pa siya napuntahan. It, it's probably something that just explained to you, something that was just given to you. Either you bought it or somebody gave that title deed to you as an inheritance. Pag natanggap mo yung title deed na yun, even though you haven't seen the property yet, even if you did not go there yet, you know when the title deed is there and your name is written there, you know that it is yours. Kaya powerful talaga tong faith and hope. Somebody said it this way, that where there is hope, there is faith. And where there is faith, miracles happen. That's why the, 
the gospel is such a powerful message because it doesn't just deal with our ugly past. It doesn't just help us in our difficult present, but it also gives us confidence and assurance of what is still to come. There is something about the future that we can be assured of. There's something about the future that we could have confidence in. There is something in what is yet to come that can be so real that even right here, right now, we can already taste it and see it and celebrate it because it is surely ours by grace through faith. In the passage that we read, I want to highlight a few things about that hope. The first thing I want to mention is that in Christ, we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. In the verse that we read a while ago, in verse 2, it says that through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So when you think of the glory of God, ano ba glory ni Lord? Of course, if you look at the original word, it speaks of God's opinion. It's the weight. It's the, uh, the word there is just like the brilliance in the radiance of God. When uh, God is shining, okay, when God is manifesting His presence, manifesting His attributes, doon natin makikita na parang, wow, God is really here. And God is showing Himself, revealing Himself to us in tangible ways. Uh, popular author uh, Rick Warren, best-selling author of The Purpose Driven Life, says it this way, What is the glory of God? It is who God is. It is the essence of His nature, the weight of His importance, the radiance of His splendor, the demonstration of His power, the atmosphere of His presence. So Paul was telling us that in the gospel, we are justified by faith, and because of Christ, hindi lang tayo justified by faith, meron tayong peace with God. Pero hindi lang peace with God, we also obtained access into this grace in which we stand. Pero hindi lang yun. Wait, there's more. Okay, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. In other words, Paul is saying that a day will come, and it is sure, it will definitely happen, that in everything that we see, in everything that you are experiencing, God's opinion will be fully displayed. God's intent, God's plan, God's purposes will be seen for what it really is. When we see God, we're going to see who He truly is. His divine attributes, His power, His manifestation. Itong heaven and earth and itong creation and the nations of the world. The glory of God will fill the whole earth. Tapos makikita natin, ah, ganito pala talaga yung plano ni God. And that's when we look at God for who He truly is. Yung radiance pa lang niya, yung, yung brilliance of his, his light and His power and His goodness and His love and His mercy. Doon pa lang talaga, you cannot help but respond in adoration in worship and even right now if you could just even imagine and familiar sa song na I can only imagine we could only imagine what would be our response but I'm sure when we see the weight of who God really is yung value kung sino ba talaga si God we will just be so glad that we chose we trusted Him we believed in Him and that we're so grateful that God also chose us kaya yung beauty nitong Saving grace the Lord, the power of God unto salvation. It's not that we are justified. Yes, thank God that we are justified by grace through faith. In other words, we have been saved. Our past sins are dealt with. 
But that's the past. Pero hindi lang yun. Meron pa tayong present. We are being sanctified. We are being changed inside and out. We are being conformed more and more into His image and His likeness. And of course, by His grace, tinatransform tayo ni Lord. We are being saved. But when we look into the future, meron ding hindi lang justification, hindi lang sanctification, meron ding glorification that our bodies will be forever changed completely. We will have resurrected bodies and now we will see each and every person in Christ for who they are truly meant to be, reflecting God's image and likeness in full capacity. Kaya nga dapat excited din tayo to look forward to the future. That's why when we really have faith in Christ, death is not really something that we are to be afraid of. It is just but a passing stage for us to be promoted into the glory of God. Kaya yung mga picture ng arrow of saints, uh, merong halo, di ba? Kasi it's a picture of the radiance and the glory of God manifesting, shining to His people as well. And of course, we can only imagine it now. But when we see it happen in full 3D. I'm sure we will just be so amazed of how good and how great God is in what He did in us. So ngayon, we can only hope that what God promised, He will really eventually do and, and it is a sure hope. In fact, the Bible tells us that our hope in Christ does not put us to shame. Tingnan natin yung explanation ni Paul dito. Meron pa siyang not only that. <laughs> Ibig sabihin parang sabi, wait, there's more. Okay, akala nyo, okay na tayo, may peace tayo with God. Akala nyo, okay na tayo, we have obtained access to His grace. Akala natin, wow, we are hoping uh, of the glory of God in Christ. Not only that, okay? Look at what he says, we rejoice in our sufferings. Can you imagine that? That you have such a great hope in the future that even now, even if we are surrounded by difficult circumstances, now, itong suffering na to is not just the, the typical word that we know that you experience pain and difficulty. Yung suffering pa dito is actually a word that means that we are actually hemmed in, put in a tight spot that you cannot escape. You are in a difficult situation that there's no way around it but except to go through it. Can you imagine rejoicing in the midst of that? And ito yung sinasabi ni Paul to the believers who may be going through difficult times that we can rejoice in our suffering. Why? Because in the midst of our suffering, suffering produces endurance. It produces something in us that we are to stay under it and we can endure it. Pwede natin siyang lagpasan. We know that suffering is just but temporary because we have a great future waiting ahead of us. And in the midst of that, endurance produces character. Yung character dito speaks of proven character, proven and tested and approved by God. And of course, yung character na binibuild ni Lord sa atin is Christ-likeness. His character being shaped in us. Sinasanctified din tayo in the midst of our suffering. So pati yung purposes pa rin ni Lord nagpe-prevail kahit pala nagsasuffer tayo. And of course, character produces hope, a welcome, an expectation of God's promises and God's plan. Take note, hindi ito positivism or wishful thinking. This is a hope that is based on God's promises. This is a, an anticipation, our faith in God and what He said, that it will indeed come to pass. So kung yung worst things that are happening to us is actually just helping us become conformed into His image more and more. Can you imagine the worst thing that's happening to you is actually advancing the plans and the purposes of God? 
I remember uh, this uh, illustration. I, I don't know who really originally quoted it, pero marami nang sabi, like si uh, Michelangelo, when he was asked, galing naman ang pagkakascout mo ng, ano, ng, ng David. How did you do that? Oh, it's just so easy. I'm just chipping off everything that is not David in a block of marble. So in a sense, even in our difficult situations, ang nangyayari pala, nag-chip off lang yung anything that is not who you are really meant to be. And we are being shaped and transformed more and more into His image and likeness. That's why verse 5 says it this way, And hope does not put us to shame. It doesn't disappoint us. It doesn't uh, yeah, make us uh, cast down. Okay, hindi ito yung parang tulad ng mga iba na umasa lang sa wala. Si Lord, pag nagbigay ng promise, hindi ito paasa. Okay, he, siya talaga yung tunay na pag-asa. And when we put our hope and our trust in Him, it does not put us to shame. In what way? Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Yung love ni Lord, hindi lang niya binigay yung buhay niya, hindi lang niya sined yung blood niya, pinour out pa niya yung love niya into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Imagine this. God is saying that He is not just for you, He is not just with you, now He is in you. So, pwede pa nating sabihin na hindi lang parang, God, thank you, Lord, that you are my God, that you are my Savior. Pero ang gusto pa ni Lord na, hindi lang parang, Lord, I am yours. But God is saying, I am in you, and now you are mine, and He is committed to us forever. Through the Holy Spirit that's been given to us. And yung love na yun, yung love ni God, as we can find in, in 1 Corinthians 13, is love that bears all things believes all things, endures all things. It's all, it always uh, protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Kaya pagka meron kang ganitong kind of understanding of the love of God, you cannot help but trust Him more, believe Him more, and expect more from Him. Our hope in Christ does not put us to shame because He who promised even his own death and own resurrection and fulfilled it is a God who will fulfill every promise that he made for us. Kaya yung hope na yun, sure, because our hope in Christ is based on who God is. It's not based on us. It's not based on what we've done. It's based on who he is. It's based on the, sure, the sureness of what he did for us. And look at how Paul revealed the kind of God in Scripture as we continue in verse 6. Sabi niya, while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. Look at this in verse 8. But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So sinasabi ni Paul, nung weak pa nga tayo, di ba? Uh, if you're gonna go back to that verse 6, nung weak pa lang tayo, kahit ungodly pa tayo, He already demonstrated His, His love for us. While we were still sinners, pinakita na ni Lord yung love niya sa atin. Christ died for us. And look at this in verse 9. Since therefore we have now been justified by His blood, much more, everybody say this with me, much more, shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God. So this is Paul trying to give this argument to the believers na kung minahal ka nga ni Lord at your worst, how much more now that you are already His? How much more now that He has already given His Spirit in you? Much more that we'll be saved from the wrath of God. Kung sinave niya nga tayo, justification, di ba? 
sanctification, sinisave niya tayo ngayon. How much more into the future na yung fullness of the wrath of God, that what is swelling as a judgment of sin, surely isisave tayo doon. Kaya nga dapat hindi natin kinu-question, hindi natin dinadoubt yung grace ni Lord, yung love ni God, to the point na mag-iisip tayo, Nako, Lord, nagkasala ako ulit, patatawarin mo pa ba ako? Kung pinatawad nga tayo ni Lord while we were at our worst, how much more now that we want to live for Him? Kung ungodly pa nga tayo, uh, we're living uh, our, our, our own way, apart from God. We have all fallen short and, and uh, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How much more now that we have been made righteous, God is definitely assuring us of a great future. Much more shall we be saved by Him from the wrath of God. Kung binigyan ni Lord ng assurance yung, yung thief on the cross that today you will be with me in paradise. You know, when we come to faith in Christ, at that moment, it's like this day you're already there. It's like this day your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. It's already like this day you are now a citizen of heaven. Hindi, hindi mo na kailangan ng visa to go there. Parang nasa pre-departure lang tayo even if we're at the brink of death. Verse 10. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more, everybody say much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. Ito mo, kahit enemies pa tayo ni Lord, just because of what Christ did, just because of our trust and faith in Him, we are already reconciled back to Him because of His death. Ano pa kaya yung magagawa ng Christ rising from the dead and, and He's giving us much more now. Tayo, na-reconcile na tayo. Shall we be saved from His life? So in other words, as sure as Jesus rose from the dead, it is also sure that we will rise from the dead. As sure as Jesus is resurrected, we will also be resurrected. As sure as Jesus is raised up and seated at the right hand of God, the gospel is assuring us that it's positionally ours already. It's like we're right there seated with Him. We shall be saved by His life. But more than that, we will also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Why don't you say that with me? More than that. Alam niyo yung hope natin in the future, even though it's still to come, it's even far, far more than what we could even ask, think, or imagine. And of course, the reason why we can rejoice, not only because the promises of God are great, not only because of yung mga binibigay niyang word of hope is such an amazing promise and it's a blessing and it's a grace that we can look forward to. But what makes it even more worth celebrating is because we rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. God is someone that we could really celebrate because we are now reconciled back to Him. We are now one with Him. And now we can just only imagine how God looks like. Of course, we have been shown His glory in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the radiance, the exact representation of His being through Christ. And when we see Jesus, you see the Father. But what we see in, in, uh, in history and in, on earth is just uh, uh, God veiled in human form. But can you imagine when the disciples really saw the risen Christ the resurrected Christ, it forever changed them to the point that they were even willing to die just to preach the gospel and tell the whole world about it. It gave them such confidence, even in the face of death, even in the midst of suffering and difficult situations, because they have a sure future seeing Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our hope in Christ is based on who God is. 
And maybe that's the reason why a lot of people sometimes end up becoming hopeless. And sometimes we have our hopes deferred. And hopes deferred makes the heart sick. Because our hope at times is not founded in Christ. We are basing our expectations on what somebody said or what somebody did instead of what Jesus said, instead of what Jesus did. Maybe the reason why sometimes we end up being in a hopeless place because we are making up promises that God did not even promise. That's why the gospel is such good news because it could point us to who God is and what he did for us revealed in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you're here today and maybe you're going through some difficult situations, I want to pray that God will fill you with hope to the point that you will be able to rejoice in the midst of that. If you are in a difficult situation, maybe because you have been hopeless and maybe you hoped in someone or something, you hoped in the government, you hoped in the economy and it's not really working out according to your expectations, I hope and I pray that God will fill you with hope in such a way that it will become unshakable regardless of what situation you're in. And I pray that we will not just be filled with hope, but we will become bearers of hope, and we can't help but tell others about it, about the great future that we have in Christ. If you're going through some painful situations, put your hope in Jesus. Like what somebody said, hope now stands for hold on, pain ends. Let's just bow our heads as we pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for your word of hope. Thank you, God, for who you are and what you did for us. And I pray for every person, God, who may be going through some hopeless situations and maybe their hearts have been uh, broken by unmet expectations. God, I pray that you would fill our hearts with hope. Help us to know you more. Help us to see who you truly are, your manifestation of your power, of your of your personhood, of of your greatness, of your mercy, of your love, of your goodness. And I pray, God, that you would fill us with hope to overflowing, that we don't have to worry about the difficult situations that we are in, but we can rejoice in the midst of it, God, knowing that in the end, your purposes will still prevail. And God, even though the end might not be in sight yet, especially, Lord, in the midst of this pandemic, but Lord, we can trust that every single day that passes, is a day closer to our breakthroughs, is a day closer to your promises being fulfilled because you are a faithful God and your word will endure forever. Your word will stand. We thank you, God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, I just want to declare this verse to you before we end in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. This is my prayer. This is my declaration. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you and have a hope-filled week.